This is quite embarrassing to admit. I'm still in bed. I've been in bed. I was able to get up and take a shower yesterday. I was getting up today. My husband's off. He's got doctor's appointments. Son's not in school yet, so we didn't have any real reason to have to get up at a specific time. And all I want to do is just lie in the bed. Don't know what in the world I would do if I worked a real job. I couldn't. I'm thinking if this was next week when my son is going to be in school, I would have managed to get up. That it's just because I don't have to specifically be somewhere. I've got doctor's appointments coming up. I've got interviews coming up. And there's a part of me that I'm just not sure I'm going to be able to do them. I start thinking about I have to call Amazon about a refund because I haven't gotten it yet. I need to make sure the bills are paid. I need to do this. I need to do that. When I start thinking about all of those things, I get even further into the bed. I'm Emma's pillow. She gets in and gets comfy, and then that's my reason to just say, screw it. I'm in the bed. That's where I'll stay. I don't have to get up. But I don't like that attitude. I've never had that attitude. So I'm desperately trying to figure out what it is. I know I need to get up my neck. My neck is becoming a problem. And I figure I need to instantly put on the neck collar. Sad thing is I took a shower last night and that about did me in. I took a really hot shower because I love the hot water. But of course, that made me sick. And I'm sitting there going, I can't believe all of the things in life. And now, like right now, I'm I'm just all of a sudden, my body's breaking out into this all over body sweat. Just why? I never sweated before. And now it's like I have no control, no rhyme or reason, no rhyme or reason to this illness, no rhyme or reason to my thinking. So I'm I'm thinking, my husband's at his appointment. He's not going to be back for a while. My son's not up yet. If my son woke up and was ready to eat, I'm like, I know that'll make me get up because I have to take care of my child. But then I'm like, I have to get up because it's not, There's, it's just no life being stuck in the bed. And as I'm sitting here talking, I'm realizing that my right eye is all droopy. I desperately am trying to figure out my medication. I've got the bromide that I take, the extended release. And then the doctor mentioned, don't get rid of your other bromide because we might add that to it, but I don't have an appointment for months. So you get desperate and you start thinking, okay, so I took a bromide a a few minutes ago thinking that might give me some energy because I've read how it's been uh, dosed out to individuals before. I know that's not what you're supposed to do, but desperate times call for desperate measures.
I've got to get up out of this bed. I am dreading the commitments I've made for interviews. It's another to-do. I've never been like this in my entire life. I'm lying in bed. I make myself do this podcast. Because it's like I have to document this. I have to. I can't believe my life has gotten to this point. And I'm thinking if I put it out there, maybe somebody will message me and tell me, you're not alone. It happens to me too. They're just not telling anybody on a podcast. I was so grateful last night and I was so hopeful. Because I'm having problems, there's like a disconnect with my breathing. I know I'm supposed to breathe in and then breathe out, (laughs) you know, slowly, all of that stuff. And I can't, I can't regulate it. For whatever reason, I can't regulate it. I breathe in and then I realize I'm not breathing in deep enough. And then I realize I'm breathing in through my mouth. I can't seem to get breathing in through my nose. And then I'm thinking, I need to get up. But my neck starts making all these weird movements. I'm propped up in the bed. I'm doing everything I can not to cry because I just feel like I've got a little bit more fight in me. I just have to get up. I see my neck collar. I just need to be able to put it on. And then get dressed. Throw some pants on. Change my shirt because I keep sweating. I need to take a shower. But I'm like, I need to get in there and get to my paperwork. I was so tired of looking at my paperwork in the bedroom. And it's so hard to do in the bed. I thought I could do it at the kitchen table. And that makes more sense. And then I'm dreading the pain. And then I'm dreading if I'm going to start walking funny. Because I hate, even though it's just my husband and my son, I hate looking like an invalid. It's like every time I try to fix one thing, something else pops up. So out of desperation, I was having one person that that kept in contact with me since I've been kind of down. I keep up with her because she seems to have a good handle on this illness. I know there has to be a way to have a good handle on this illness. And she sent me a picture of her years ago with her face drooping and showing 
like she was having a stroke and admitting that she was down because sometimes people will tell her in this community, you've got it too easy. There's no way you have this illness because you're up and going to work every day. Well, she's told me how much she's done to get to being able to stay in her job. And when she started telling me about her breathing and her neck exercises and I started listening, I was like, oh my God, or oh my goodness, or oh my stars, whatever you prefer. I don't want to offend anybody. Those are my postural restoration exercises. And then I asked her, what supplements do you take? What supplements do you take? I need to know. Because I've got to figure out. And she told me some of the things she was taking. And then it was salt. Salt pills. I tried drinking salt water yesterday. I was desperate trying to get my energy back. And it was nasty. And then you try putting salt in your water. And I'm a salt fan. But oh, come on. Himalayan salt. I tried it. Oh, it's just nasty. And then I tried one of those IV therapy things. That ugh, I don't like flavored water. My collagen and the Miralax, you don't taste it. It's still nasty, but you don't taste it. That reminds me, I need to drink that today. So I ordered these salt tablets because she said it helped her with the brain fog, the fatigue, sweating, all things that I hadn't mentioned to her. So she's not selling me anything. She's not making any money off of me. She's just offering me help and support, which is what I hope this podcast does for you. Sharing what I feel like are my failures, maybe it'll help you. But I haven't been doing my exercises. I haven't been working on my breathing. Because the last therapist I had, Cindy Hartman, who I dearly loved, couldn't grasp the fact, the fact that I couldn't do pelvic bridges. And those last pelvic bridges took me down and they, they just took me out. And so I'm afraid to do anything because I'm still recovering from getting back and to being able to handle a daily life. And then just as I get rid of the adhesions and stuff that that caused and putting everything back in place, now I'm dealing with this fatigue and dealing with my neck. And I'm thinking it's got to be because I've got the adhesions that are in the back of my head that are at my the occipital area. I guess that's what you would call it. Because every spasm that I had, every muscle spasm that I have had, I mean, I've gone, like I said, from my legs kicking, my husband having to hold me down, were all stopped by releasing adhesions from those areas. So my neck goes into spasms, and it's painful. It's so painful. So it's easier just to lie flat in the bed. And I'm so tired of lying flat in the bed. 
I put a pillow on each side of my head because I can't tell when my neck gets too far to the left or too far to the right. So I sleep flat on my back with a pillow on each side to keep me from going too far one way or the other. Seems kind of pathetic to me. I'm desperately trying to make a difference in my body. And when I realized that she was doing similar exercises and working on what I was doing, and she is living a good quality of life, I feel like an idiot for not doing my exercises. I've just been so afraid. But I have an appointment with a new therapist. I mean, sometimes, I mean, you got to go through a lot, right, before you can get to the right one. And it's a shame because I went with one that was an hour away who was supposed to be the end-all, be-all to one that was 14 minutes away. It's now going back to about 30 minutes away. But I'm desperate. And if they work and they help me, more power to them. I'm willing to drive. I'm willing to do it. I just need somebody to tell me that these exercises... They're what I need. I'm going to have somebody else that's a therapist and supposedly knowledgeable about hypermobility and actually went and is approved by the Postural Restoration Institute. I feel like that's got to be a plus. I mean, my first specialist wrote a book about pelvic floor and about the importance of it didn't understand that I couldn't do any exercises with all the fascial adhesions and myofascial release just wasn't going to cut it not in the beginning it might help me now but not in the beginning so last night I went to bed with hope then today I wake up and I'm like I can't focus I can't I I, I just I, I can't I can't I can't and that's just not like me so I'm waiting for the salt pills to come I've taken that bromide in addition to the one that I take at night the extended release I'm doing anything anything I can to make it to where I can get up without bursting into tears because I'm overwhelmed. My son's open house is tomorrow night. I have to be able to take him to that. My son wants to go clothes shopping before school. I have to be able to take him there. And I don't want to be that person that can just do it because I have to. I want to have a life. I want to be able to get up and and do things and feel like I have a good quality of life. My husband can't plan a vacation, can't, can't go anywhere. Before it was because my pelvis wouldn't stay in. We were too afraid to go somewhere and my rib popped out and I couldn't breathe. Well, things seem to be staying in place. As long as I stop doing the exercises, unfortunately, I'm just going to be able to do isometric exercises.
but I've lost my ability to connect the dots from my last injury. As stupid as that sounds, and as I say it out loud, it sounds even more ridiculous, but it's true. It set me back, not just physically, but mentally. It's affected me to where man, I, it's, it's just it's set me back I look at all the things that aren't done that I want to get done I'm beyond worrying about a clean house I look at the fence that's not done but I can't do anything about it then I worry about the money and then I worry about getting up and then having to fix my son lunch. And if I fix my son lunch, I don't seem to worry about fixing myself something to eat. I, I would rather you just give me a pill and say, there's your food for the day and go on. That and a soda pop would make my day. I don't have enough of an appetite to eat. And mind you, I'm not, I'm not complaining. I'm, I'm out of sorts. I'm at a loss because this is not like me. Trying to keep up with the Facebook stuff, as trivial as that is, people are requesting to join the group. And I know what it's like wanting to join a group. And it, you know, not getting a response in a timely manner. Especially if you were just diagnosed and you desperately are looking for camaraderie. You're looking for a, a group of people, like-minded people that understand. It's like when I explained to my friend yesterday about the breathing, she got it. My husband listens to me. Yeah, he does. He's good about that. He listens to me. But he doesn't understand it. And if it wasn't happening to me, I honestly don't think I'd believe it. I really do. And that's what's sad. And that's what's wrong with us in this community. If we don't believe it ourselves, if we don't think our spouses believe it or understand it, if it's something that our friends don't understand, how in the heck do we get to the doctors to do it when they don't understand either? I wouldn't be sitting here searching for answers on the internet if my doctors were able to give me answers. Take the extended release bromide. We'll see you in three months if it doesn't work so you don't message us three times a week bothering us. You can just stop taking it if it doesn't do any good. That's pretty much what she told me. Because I was calling them saying, please, check my blood. Am I lacking anything? Please, tell me how to increase this medication. But I had to wait for an appointment. And it was at that appointment that I was told, if this doesn't work, just stop it. You have my permission. But we'll see you in three months and reevaluate. That's three months that I'm stuck in the bed and they're off living their lives, working, going on vacations, being with their family. 
and I'm just trying to get up out of the bed to go to the restroom. And that's kind of where I am today. I'm afraid if I do this interview tomorrow that I'm going to take away energy that I need to get my son to that open house. I'll make it happen. I always do. That's what I say. But I didn't on, I didn't on Saturday, did I? I slipped through picking my son up. That still bums me out. That still scares me. I can't let it get any worse than it did on Saturday. I have got to figure out how to figure this out. I'm thinking Chris won't be home for a little bit. I can just keep laying here. And then I can get up for when he comes home. I can get up and take a shower. Then what if I'm back down in the bed? I need to get up. I need to take care of this paperwork. But I can't focus. And you're thinking, oh, well, you focus long enough to do a podcast. But how focused have I been? And sadly, if talking is part of of me exerting energy and taking away time for me in the day, I'm never going to manage because I don't ever shut up. Even by myself, I'm talking. I'm going to be extremely, an extremely fatigued woman (laughs) if I don't figure this out. There has to be a cocktail. There has to be something. I'm hoping it's these salt pills. This extra bromide isn't doing much for me. My eyes just getting weaker and weaker the longer I'm chatting with you. The pain is starting. But it's minimal. And then I'm worried about the appointments coming up. Got to get my ears clean Wednesday morning. Got to do that. For whatever reason, my ears just keep pumping wax and keeping it. I have no idea why. But I need to get up. I need my family to see me up. I think some of the worst words that just tear me up is my husband saying, I'm going to go do this. I love you. You lay there and rest. Like, them are fighting words as far as I'm concerned. No. Don't tell me just to rest. He's being supportive and everything. But I don't want to lie here and rest. I need to get up. I've got to make myself get up. I see the caller. Emma will be just fine without me being here to provide her a lap. She'll just stay in the bed. I need to, like, narrow down what I need to do.
because I've got a stack of papers beside me that my husband brought to me from the printer and my paperwork's in the kitchen. I've got to I've got to call the bank. There's just stuff I have to do. I've never, ever, ever been like this. And I'm going to do everything in my power to, to try to correct it. If it's the exercises, if it's because I'm not breathing properly, I can't get my breath, is it the salt pills, is it, I just have no absolute idea what is going to make a difference. Stay tuned and find out if I get out of bed tomorrow. I appreciate you being here and thank you so much for taking the time to listen. Christy Lynn Hanchi, AWOL Zebra, have a lovely day.